Welcome to the Boiler Daily for Tuesday, January 21st. I'm your host, Corey Palm. It was a busy weekend for Boilermakers around the country, so let's get right to the recap. We'll lead off with the Purdue wrestling team getting a big dual victory over rival Indiana last night, 23-9. The Boilermakers took seven of the ten bouts contested in running up their winning streak in the series to ten straight dual victories. After the match, coach Tony Ursland spoke with the BTN about the win, what he liked, and what still needs work. There were some nice steps from some guys. You know, we had a couple guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, credit to, to Indiana. They fought hard, you know, and uh, they took a couple matches from us where, you know, I think we got to shore some things up. But overall, nice performance from our guys. We, it's, you know, this time of the year, it's about making improvements. You want to get to March healthy and, and in a good frame of mind, you know, with your tactics and your conditioning all, all in alignment. You know, this was a hard-fought duel, something we can build on. Yeah, we get great leadership. Uh, Dylan Lighty, you know, who's ranked in the top four in the country there. Christian Bruner as well. Those guys give our guys great leadership. Plus, you know, they're great role models about how they go out and compete, take care of their business. I thought both Max Lyon and uh, Thomas Panola both went out getting bonus point wins for us, you know, was, was big. The wrestling team is now 9-1 and one on the year, 2-1 and one in Big Ten dual action. The Boilermakers are back at it Friday night at Maryland. The men's basketball team has already been to Maryland as they saw a rally fall short Saturday afternoon in College Park. The Boilermakers couldn't overcome a slow start as they trailed by 16 at the half. Purdue got the deficit down to three with under four to go in the game, but Maryland was able to hit free throws and secure the win. Nogel Eastern led Purdue with 14 points, six boards, and three steals. The Boilermakers are now 10-8 overall, 3-4 in Big Ten play and get back at it tonight with Illinois coming to town. The women's team dropped a tough one to Minnesota Sunday in Mackey, falling 72-59. Dominique Oden led Purdue with 17 points, 7 rebounds, and 3 steals as the Boilermakers fell to 12-7 on the year, 3-4 in conference action. The track and field teams had another strong showing last weekend out at the Larry Wieserek Invitational in Iowa City. Seniors Brody Smith and Jarrett Carpenter each broke the school record in the mile, placing second and fourth at the meet. The Boilermakers won three events and had three more runners-up during the two-day event. Samson Colbrook won the 60 meters, while Josh Strange and Tamar Green went one and two in the triple jump. On the women's side, Janaea Moffat won the high jump, setting the meet record by clearing 1.81 meters. The men placed fourth out of eight teams, finishing ahead of three top 15 teams in the process, while the women placed fifth. Both squads are back at it this weekend when they head to the Rod McCravey Invitational down in Lexington, Kentucky. The women's tennis team picked up three wins on the opening weekend of the 2020 spring season. Coach Laura Glitz and company took down Xavier on Saturday 6-1, then beat Miami 5-2 and Butler 7-0 yesterday at the Schwartz Tennis Center. Junior Anna Babich paced the Boilermakers at number one singles, taking all three matchups on the weekend. She was one of three Boilermakers to go 3-0 in singles play, along with Alex Sabe and Chilla Fedora. The ladies head to South Carolina next weekend for the ITA kickoff event, taking on the ninth-ranked Gamecocks on Saturday morning. The men's team went 1-1 at the Arthur Ashe Invitational this weekend, falling to Harvard Saturday before taking down Army on Sunday. Monday, the Boilermakers played at Notre Dame, falling to the Irish 4-1. However, senior Ethel Bennett had the highlight of the weekend, taking down fifth-ranked Richard Ciamara in straight sets, 7-6, 6-4.
The gentlemen head to Ohio State next to take on the sixth-ranked Buckeyes Saturday for their ITA kickoff weekend matchup. And finally, a note from the NFL. Congratulations to Raheem Mostert, who led the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl Sunday night with a historic performance against Green Bay. Raheem ran for 220 yards and four touchdowns. It was the most rushing yards in a single game in 49ers history and the most rushing touchdowns ever by a single player in an NFL conference title game. Anytime you're setting records for institutions that have been around for more than half a century, you're doing something right. And we couldn't be more proud of Raheem and his story. Now Jacob Thieneman is also with the Niners as a practice squad player. The rookie free agent caught on with San Fran in December after spending time with the Giants and Colts this season. Not to be overlooked, in the AFC title game, Dennis Kelly became the first Boilermaker to catch a touchdown pass in the postseason since Dustin Keller in 2010. From one DK to another, the symmetry here is interesting. Both touchdown catches came in the red zone, in the second quarter, on the road, to extend their team's leads. Both would go on to lose their games, falling just short of the Super Bowl. And both men would have the memory of scoring touchdowns in a conference title game for the rest of their lives. Of course, Keller was a tight end for the Jets, while Kelly caught his TD pass while playing offensive tackle for the Titans. A final word on Mostert, Thieneman, and Boiler football. With the Niners making it to the Super Bowl, this marks the 21st straight year a Boilermaker has been on a Super Bowl team, the longest active streak amongst college football programs. The last time a Boilermaker did not make it to the big game was Super Bowl 33, when John Elway won a title in his final game with the Denver Broncos. Mostert was six years old, Thieneman was two, and more than half of the current Boiler football roster hadn't been born yet. That'll do it for today on The Daily. Tomorrow we'll have our weekly Boiler Football update. Until then, Boiler up.